Today on the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast, we are going to be talking about producing energy on demand because you don't have to be tired AF all the time. Hey friend, and welcome to the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast, formerly the Growth Tribe podcast, a podcast where we're all about empowering you to take back your damn life on your terms. My name's Ellen, and I'm a former science researcher turned coach. So basically, I know exactly what it's like to feel like you're living a life that's not yours, because I've been there too. Hell, sometimes I still feel like I am. I'm constantly course correcting, learning about myself, and finding new insights and tips that have helped me take back my damn life and create a life I effing love. This podcast is a place for me to share those things with you. On this podcast, you're going to learn how to get clear, confident in who you are, and get consistent and productive AF so that you feel empowered to get out of your damn head and take back your life too. Think of it like productivity, but not just for your to-do list, for your life. So with that, let's get into this episode of the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast. Hey friend, and welcome back to our 101st episode. We have broken 100. It is so exciting. I'm still just really pumped about that. Um, And maybe it's very fitting that I feel very energetic right now because we are talking about energy today. For all of you, and I know I've felt like this a lot since all of this pandemic coronavirus stuff has been happening, I have felt massively lethargic and just very, very low energy at times. And I did a post last week about kind of why that might be and how it's actually very, very logical when you think of it from the perspective of a trauma response. But that is not what we're going to go into today. If you're interested in hearing more about that, DM me on Instagram at Coach Ellen, which we, if we are not connected on Instagram already, dude, let's be friends. <laughs> let's connect on Instagram. Instagram is by far my favorite social media platform. Literally, if you want to know if, you know, I'm like this as you hear me on this podcast every day, all the time, follow me on Instagram, watch my stories, you will find out. I legitimately do a pre-workout lip sync dance party every single day. I'm really this crazy. <laughs> but in a good way, I like to think. But anyways, if you want to hear more about that, DM me on Instagram at Coach Ellen, E-L-L-Y-N, and I will send you the link. But today what we are going to be talking about is five tips for producing energy on demand. And what I mean by on demand is for those times when you feel like your energy is just flagging, what can you do in the moment or any given day to really take full advantage and create some damn energy for yourself. I used to be a huge Brendan Burchard's fan, not as much anymore, but um, he always had this quote that I really loved about how the power plant doesn't have energy, it generates energy, it creates it. And you can do the same thing for yourself. So this is gonna be a nice punchy episode, getting a little bit out of the deep, deep stuff we've been in lately, and just giving you a nice punchy episode with some quick tips for how you can create more energy right now. So let's dive in with tip number one. You know I'm going to go there, especially if you follow me on Instagram, which you should. Um, we are going to talk about exercise. Exercise is one of the best ways to create on-demand energy. And I know that this isn't very intuitive in the sense that you're like, wait, I'm expending energy when I exercise. So why does that end up creating energy? 
Well, long story short, endorphins is why. But my favorite way to approach this is slightly differently. Yes, you can go get in a workout and a thousand percent, I am a firm believer that that's something we should all be engaging in. We should all be moving our bodies in a very, very deliberate way every single day if we can. But what I want to break it down even further for you is to talk about something I read in this book called The Self-Discipline Blueprint by Patrick Edblad. I read that book in back in 2018 and I still recommend it all the time. I actually think it was on Kindle Unlimited, which was amazing how good it was and it was free. Um, but one of the things he talked about in that book was this idea of we think about movement just from the perspective of exercise, but there's actually so much more to movement than that. Because if we just get our 30 minutes of exercise in in the morning and then we sit in our asses the rest of the day, that's not productive. And that's not going to help us produce high levels of energy. So what he did is he broke it down. I'm pretty sure it was in this book. If it wasn't, I'm sorry, I'll figure out where it was from. <laughs> but what he did is he broke it down into three tiers, essentially, of energy producing types of movement. Macro movements are what we typically think of as like, go get your workout in. That would be a macro movement. That is something like a high intensity exercise that you go out and do like running or a HIIT workout or weightlifting. Those are macro movements. And those are movements that we're probably only ever going to do once a day for like no more than like an hour. Or if you're super badass or in my opinion, crazy, like 90 minutes. But there are other tiers of movement as well. And these are called midi movements and micro movements. So mini movements are things, little things like um, doing like a sun salutation or walking around or some of my favorites that I consider to be mini movements are to go jump on my mini trampoline. I have a mini trampoline in front of my fireplace in my living room. And when I want on-demand energy and when my ankle isn't injured like it currently is, I love to go jump on my mini trampoline just to give myself that little boost of energy on demand. Those are mini movements are some of my favorite ways to get some on-demand energy. So whether it's jumping on my trampoline or my other favorite dance party, I actually had people who are working on the apartment building I live in who are outside my window the other day and I was having a full on dance party in my kitchen. So I do that often. And those two things are probably some of my favorite ways to get those mini movements and those on-demand bursts of energy. It's not a full-blown exercise program that you're doing or a full-blown workout, but it is doing something that's getting your body up, getting your body moving. So macro are your full-blown workout. Mini are things like dance parties, jumping on the trampoline or doing a sun salutation. The last one is micro movements. And these are very, very little things like flexing your feet up and down while you're sitting in a chair or doing like little toe raises while you're sitting in a chair or repositioning yourself while you're sitting in a chair. As you noted, all of those examples that I just gave you are about sitting in a chair. Many movements are the little things that you do usually while you are sitting. And why those are important is they keep your body moving even when you are forced to be sedentary. So I thoroughly rely on these micro movements when I am working because my job is to sit on my butt in front of a video camera or in front of a webcam and tutor all day. That's my day job. So I really rely on these little micro movements to help me get those little bursts of energy 
in the midst of my tutoring sessions. So tip number one is to move your body. I think I called it exercise before, but ultimately tip number one is to move your body. And again, you can do it in a full-blown workout capacity, which is a macro movement, or you can do mini movements and micro movements by just shifting around in your chair. Tip number two, I call this the diva tip because ultimately this is about utilizing the power of music. I already told you I will full-blown dance party like basically anywhere. Um, But other things that are great, not only mood boosters, but I find give a great punch of energy are listening to pump up jams, finding your go to pump up jam and listening to that. Not only is it super motivating and inspiring, but I personally, this is not based on science in any way, shape or form. I personally get such a hit of energy after I've listened to a big pump up song. Maybe that's because I usually can't sit still when I'm listening to a good pump up song. So I usually end up moving my body. So it's just kind of like a double whammy there. But that's ultimately a really, really, you know, short, sweet to the point tip here is listen to a pump up playlist. You know, also, I've actually heard singing is a great not only mood booster, but it's also a great energetic boost. That was something I actually read in a recent article I was reading. Um, I'd love to dig more into the science behind that. Um, But singing is something that's been associated with improving your energy as well. So I call this the diva tip. So tip number one was to move your body. Tip number two is really just to music it up, friends. And if you're looking for some great playlists, head to coachellen.com slash freebies. Drop your email in there. And actually, when you do that, you'll not only get access to my High Achievers Guide for Managing Burnout, which you should definitely just get anyway, but you'll also get access to some of my favorite pump-up playlists on Spotify. So I will hook you up with some great playlists. Just head to coachellen.com. Again, that's E-L-L-Y-N. But again, that's coachellen.com slash freebies. So those are our first two tips. Tip number three is to hydrate. Dehydration is basically if you are groggy all the time and you are never drinking water, damn good bet it is because you are dehydrated. Your body is like 70% plus water. And when you deprive your body of water, it basically revolts against you. And it does so by being really, really groggy because frankly, what's happening is you don't have enough water in your body for it to be able to efficiently and effectively perform its necessary function. So it's pulling what it needs from other places. And as a result, you're just tired. So if you're feeling groggy, pound some freaking water because essentially this is what you should aim for every single day. And admittedly, some days I'm great about this and sometimes I absolutely suck. But we we should all aim for is half our body weight in ounces. So say you are 150 pounds, half of your body weight would be 75, right? So your goal should be to drink 75 ounces of water every single day. There are definitely some people, and I've actually done this in the past, where I was drinking 100 to 120 ounces of water every single day. That's usually when I'm, you know, maybe it's summertime and I'm doing a really, really intensive workout program that is sweating, causing me to sweat a lot. In that case, I'll push it up a little bit more. But generally speaking, that should be the goal is to drink half your body weight in ounces of water. That is a nice rule of thumb and it's going to help you increase your energy, even on demand. Just if you're feeling groggy right now, literally 
pause this or don your wireless headphones and head on over to the water cooler, refill your water and just pound down some water right now. And it really will boost your energy. I promise you. The next big tip, and if you're somebody who's like me and likes eating, you're going to love this one because the next big tip is to eat. And I really like this tip because sometimes we end up not eating as frequently. And actually, this was a place where I mentioned Brandon Burchard before, where I actually come into conflict with some of his teachings um, because oftentimes people say, don't eat more. If you're somebody who's struggling with your, your weight, don't eat more. But in fact, sometimes the grogginess that happens when we go on a diet is because we're decreasing our calorie intake and we're not eating enough. And ultimately, blood sugar drops, like decreases in our blood sugar, are part of what contributes to decreased energy. So that's not a bad thing to go and have a snack if you are having really low levels of energy. Yeah, I'm not saying go grab a cupcake or a cookie, like maybe grab a handful of almonds or, you know, an apple or something like that, though that definitely has sugar in it. It's natural sugar, but like grab some almonds or grab like a little like protein drink or something like that. But give yourself a little hit to help pick your your blood sugar up, because ultimately when you feel that crash, particularly I always feel this crash, you know, a couple hours after lunch, that is because of a blood sugar drop. And one of the best things you can do to overcome that is to have a little snack. Give yourself something to eat so you can pick that blood sugar back up. All right, so tip number one was to move your body. We talked about macro, mini, and micro movements as a variety of ways to do that. Tip number two was my diva tip, as I called it, and just using music to motivate you and give you that burst of energy. Tip number three was to hydrate. Drink your water. Seriously, seriously, drink your water. I always have a water bottle next to me, always. So drink your water. Um, Tip number four was to eat Those decreases in energy sometimes could be due to drops in your blood sugar. So have a snack. Again, try to steer clear of sugar. And then tip number five, honest to God, this is probably the hardest one for me. I'm just going to fess up right now. Tip number five is to be strategic with your caffeination. And what I mean by this is I have read studies and I've read them for years and I still just I struggle so much with this tip. And honestly, you might too, um, but I'm just going to say it. First thing in the morning is not the best time of day to have coffee. I know. I said it. I hate that that's a thing. And I'm, I don't know, might continue to ignore this fact. But ultimately, the first thing in the morning is not the best time to have coffee. And the reason why that's not the best time in your day to have caffeine is ultimately our body has natural cortisol production. And our cortisol production naturally peaks right around when we wake up. And cortisol is one of our our hormones that controls energy and controls awakeness. And the reason why it peaks right after we wake up in the morning is because that is our body saying, hey, wake up, you know? So it peaks cortisol, which peaks our energy and our awakeness right after we get up in the morning. So I may not be explaining that fantastically. So if you're somebody who's a hormone expert, let me know and you can come on and talk about it more. Um, But Ultimately, when we drink caffeine first thing in the morning, we're kind of messing with our body's normal cortisol um, production and our normal and our natural cortisol levels. It's almost like we are giving it a boost of something that it doesn't need. So it just starts producing less cortisol. So it messes with our body's natural cortisol production. So the better times of day, and this is what I mean by be strategic with your caffeine intake, the better times of day to drink coffee or to consume caffeine are between 10 and 12 a.m., and between 2 and 5 p.m. 
Now, the one I'm ultimately going to have to break for me personally, and you might resonate with this as well, is the drinking coffee right in the morning. That is like my treat to myself when I wake up in the morning. That is like something that is like the thing I look forward to right when I wake up in the morning. So that is going to be a hard habit to break. But I love the idea of the 2 to 5 p.m. one because that right there is right when I feel groggy from like my blood sugar starting to dip after lunch. So that is a great way to approach caffeine intake and ultimately just trying to fit where you're drinking caffeine into the parts of your day where your natural cortisol production is dipping. 10 to 12 a.m. or excuse me, 10 to 12 p.m. and 2 to 5 p.m. Those are the two nice big windows there. So these are my five tips for producing energy on demand. And let's just recap them real quick. So first tip was to move your body, get in those macro movements, those full blown workouts, get in those mini movements, little things like jumping on your trampoline or having a dance party. And then lastly, your micro movements, just allowing yourself to fidget in your chair. It's actually not a bad thing and it's going to help you maintain your energy levels. Tip number two was my music tip. Bust out your favorite pump up jams. And again, if you are looking for some good ones, head over to coachellen.com slash freebies and let me hook you up with my favorite pump up playlist. All right. I love them. They're my faves. Tip number three was to hydrate. Dehydration equals grogginess. And it is probably one of the biggest reasons, in my opinion, why you are struggling with energy. Tip number four is to eat. Allow yourself to have that snack because blood sugar dips will manifest as decreases in your energy and then last but not least be strategic about your caffeination i know i'm going to struggle with this one too and not having that morning coffee but ultimately if it is going to you know improve our energy levels let's do it together friends let's do it together we can do this um so with that that is all i've got for you today i'm trying to keep this one as short and sweet as possible but i know how much of a struggle it has been for so many of us to have those high energy levels right now and i get it so i wanted to give you some quick tips for producing that on-demand energy friend and i hope that you got something that you are ready and raring to go to use to help you pump up your energy so with that i will talk to you next time have a good week friend bye But before you go, one last thing. If you enjoyed the hell out of this episode, there's a couple things you could do. Podcasts grow and thrive because of you, the listener. You help me and my guests spread this message of taking back your damn life. And so I would appreciate it if you would share this episode. Maybe you have a friend that you think absolutely would love it. You could also rate the podcast, submit a review, or just share a screenshot on your Instagram story so that I can shout you out and send you a huge thank you. Otherwise, that's really it for now. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, go take back your damn life.